Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. It's back. Episode 217. Yep. We're crawling on our hands and knees towards episode 225, which yeah. will be our next... That's a live one, isn't it? That's the next sure, live we one. better figure that out. I know, right? <laughs> we right? figure that out. Yeah, because we're going to record like three tonight, so... Yeah. Or two. Couple. Some couple, minis. Two. We're going to do some stuff. We're we going to make some... things happen. Don't worry about it. We got big plans. We got big plans. How are you? What are your plans? This is the moment where you tell us about you. Hashtag, here are my plans, deuce. And just write them out. Take a moment. We'll wait. It's okay. We'll have a drink. Oh, you should have had a drink too. Uh, go back. Hit the 15 seconds back. And then, and then you probably didn't type all your plans that first time, but this time also have a drink and finish typing those plans. Have you got it, or do you need a little bit more time? If you need a little bit more time, hit the 15 seconds. Text us. Hashtag, I need a little more time. Hashtag, I need a little bit more time. You can do that right now. That was a good way for us to just get a bunch of drinks in in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you doing? That kind of felt, too, you know, like, I'm I'm guessing you're starting to experience this again, and it's something I remember, like, just the kind of... The book on the the tape and book combos, or the they're probably more like books with like speakers and shit now. I don't know. Where like kids are doing the thing, and it's like, hey, do a thing, do it right now. Hit a thing, read this thing, do that thing. You doing that yet with the kid? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a little bit more of that's that. That's what we did to them. Yeah, that's true. That's to true. them, I just I just this uh, is, motioned is... to the empty chairs there that represent you, the listener. Um, yeah, we. But they look filled spe- to me. Speaking of, like, so when a lot of times when writers write, mm-hmm. they you know they they tell you know they talk about like they have an audience member in mind or there's like someone yeah. that they think about or like a perfect audience member that they want to want to talk to. Now I'm just curious because you're kind of our marketing guy. We haven't really done yeah. a lot of marketing stuff lately but i i do want to know i feel like you've you got to market to people specific no, ideas of their perfect no i want to know actually it's a little more personal i want to know when you record these are you thinking mm-hmm. of a particular person are you like are you recording this for your mom are no. you recording this for um someone you 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 love uh no. someone that you haven't met well, yet i mean you know of course now starting no uh, now I do think about, you know, like the super fans that we have that do listen a lot. I'm yeah. like, Hey, hopefully they're liking this. Yeah. Is and that- like, and I also think about, you know, uh, you know, like not, not always like putting in the maximum effort, like trying, trying to do, trying to do my, my best as, as I can do it at that moment. But I also like think about like, hope this is, this is good enough that I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit for you and a little bit for yeah. your your super. Because I'll listen to them later, and then yeah. hopefully I won't, I'm not like, ugh, that was bad. <laughs> do you ever do you ever think while you're recording it? I wonder. If most I'll... of the time, I'm like, that was pretty good, at least to to like that was a good one. Do you ever think? Well, I think I wonder if I'll be naked when I'm listening to this later. Do you ever think that? Well, because I do. Sometimes. No, because I generally listen to it at work. Oh, that would be a bad place to be naked. Yeah, it's I mean, you dirty be there. Naked for long, <laughs> and there's so many copying machines. Somebody would be more than likely yeah. to get like, a, like. Well, there's a, not that many actual copying machines. They're like they're fancy. It's 
they're all meant for things to go through things as opposed to things to be laid on things. A lot of the things that do the copying there. Right. There's only so much like flatbed type, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you're office... I'm not going to run naked stuff through like through a machine. Because it would hurt. <laughs> no, that would that would hurt. Uh, I refuse to. In fact, <laughs> we give you one warning. We give you a safety corner. Don't put your junk in a copy machine. You know, if you're a lady, don't put your lady junk in a copy machine. Yeah. We're not being sexist. We're saying don't put anything, uh, any of your genitals, into a copy machine. You can put them on a copy machine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Do I that mean, re- it's reasonable at least. It may not be fine depending on which which copy machine you're putting the stuff onto and when. Check your company's policies before putting As your you, genitalia. Once again, go to. Uh, wait, was this this one or the, was this the mini one we were talking this about? Was the, the library. The mini one we were talking about okay. the library. Never mind. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it. Ruin the surprise. But the point is, there are rules, and you need to abide by them mm-hmm. first and foremost. You can't use something we said. Something we said you doesn't can't. trump law. No. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, yet. That, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I mean, hey, maybe in the a, law yet. Maybe in a weird dystopian future or in like a, a, a different quantum universe, uh, our, our podcast is law and that's a terrifying universe that I don't think any of us want to live in. Um, I don't either. I mean, it, sure, being in charge of laws would be fun and useful, but it would be a lot more pressure, especially as far as the podcast goes. If like the podcast became the vehicle for the new laws, it wasn't just something that we as a podcast could do like on our downtime. We'd have to spend a whole lot of time with Laws Corner. Like, yeah, yeah we'd need yeah. a lot more lawyer guests, probably. probably. We would also maybe have to drink less beers. We need a lot more lawyer guests in general. In fact, I'm kind of in need of a lawyer right now. I've got mm-hmm. a couple people. So if anybody knows yeah. a lawyer, uh, could you, we could you know hook me lawyers. up? I know we know some lawyers, but I need to talk to criminal we lawyers. Have, we have an actual... That's true. He's less of a criminal lawyer. We've got a podcast. Lawyer. We do have a podcast lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should give him a shout out, shouldn't shouldn't we? Yeah, Matt. He's Matt Gauss. Yeah, Matt Gauss. Uh, Matt he, Spicy Beef Gauss it, on Twitter. If you've got any legal questions for us, that's right. And that's his that's his law courtroom law name is Spicy Beef Gauss. Yes. he's like a Mexican wrestler, wrestler law uh, lawyer. I think it's a bit more from a Chinese place. Oh, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. My point Honestly, is- I don't think he was trying to purport himself to be of any race other than the one he is. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, like he dresses up like a Mexican wrestler yeah. when he does He does, law. he does. Yeah, that was, I'm not, I'm not saying mm-hmm. he was a, a racist. Not the mask, because they're funny about that in courtrooms, but in, like, the tights and cape. Yep. No shirt. And he delivers the law, uh, with a thud. Mm-hmm. Uh, law come down. He, he will body slam these briefs. Yeah, through, through the system. Yeah, his counter arguments are devastating. Yeah, yeah, and it's like briefs, like you're filing briefs, but also because he's wearing like you know the leotard. Yep, and he does you a can, lot. You of, can see his underwear through the leotard. This is where I wish I knew more about legal processes. His his his, his he does some torts in his jorts. Yeah, uh, he he does uh, he he litigates. Like other people, that's why he wears jorts if he's got to argue something like uh, higher up, like yeah. where you you know the leotard's not going to cut it. Like if he were to argue something in front of the Supreme Court, he, that'd be a jorts day. I wonder if like like Fridays, you got a jorts for the Supreme Courts. You know what I mean? Like Fridays at the courthouse are like are like torts and jorts. Mm-hmm. Like that's your kind of casual Friday thing. We should ask a judge. My uncle's a judge, but he probably won't be on the podcast. 
Yeah. Because he's a Kansas State <laughs> Supreme Court justice. Yeah. And, they, and you know, that's fine. Yeah, I don't want to put him in that position. I don't want it to be awkward, but I do want to know if he does torch for jorts. He's the kind of guy who might be wearing jorts under his robe at any given time. He used to love jorts. Growing up, he was the king of jorts. He wore jorts every was, time I went to my cousin's house. It was they were that, it was prime, prime jorts. jorts days. Cutting the jorts tight, the, you had to you had to cut the jorts shorter than the than the pockets of the jorts, so your pockets hung like the bottom of the pockets hung mm-hmm. out. And then they had, it helped if they were a little like frayed, frayed jorts. I just feel like it's hard to do the pocket thing if you keep stuff in your pockets. Yeah, that's true. That's it's just true. Aw- more awkward that way. Yeah. I keep stuff in my pockets. I'm one of those. Well, they didn't have as much back then. I'm one of those. I keep things in my pockets. Okay. Not apologizing okay, for buddy, it. Oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. This went, this went really, this went really. Not on trial here. It, no, you're not. My lawyer's not present. Hey, 3D breaths. I mean, not, not right now because it, it slowed down the podcast. But you know what? I'll tell you what. If, you, if you're worried about Nelson, skip ahead 15 seconds because we're going to have to calm him down. So you might, might go ahead and stop okay. and skip ahead 15 seconds. Yep. And now, like, right now, Nelson, let's just let's just relax. It's okay. Hey, man, man it's fine. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. Nobody's out to get stuff you, in my pocket. Stuff. You do have stuff in your pocket. You have a lot of good stuff in your pockets. I mean, a lot not of people really, tell that's me. not that much. It's not that great. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Come on, man! I'm trying to help you out. All right, it's just, like, you know, I'm, like not, I'm not trying. I'm not, I'm not precious about it. I'm I mean, you are. You stuff. are being precious about it. And frankly, it's fucking pissing me off because here I am trying to like calm you down, even though like you're, I don't know about your pockets. I don't. I don't care about any of this. this you're not, not, not calming me down very well. I, well, you're, you're doing be, a poor job of calming someone down you're right now, making me angry. You, you're, you're negative, you're negative calming. Oh man, for those people who skipped ahead 15 seconds, they just erupted into a shit show out of nowhere. You better go, if you did that, you better go back and see how we got there. You don't want to be lost. For those of you, do a little, do a little skip ahead double back, if you know what I mean. It's like back to the future too. I'm going to have to go in the future, but you got to get back to the present to get to the future normally. Like you do without a time machine. We're going to have to pre-record a message or put this one out a week later so that I can pre-record a message for the week before saying, if you got to this particular place, please be aware of what's about to happen. I, I, I don't want to open any wormholes. I think we might already have opened a wormhole with all of this activity book nonsense. Speaking of activity book nonsense, uh, our friend's a city commissioner now and we totally haven't even like used that to our advantage yet. Yeah. Um, so we need to get her on the podcast so we can talk to her about like city commission stuff. So Courtney Bell, should. yeah, you're out there listening. Uh, yep. come on the podcast again. We miss yeah. you. We hope you're doing well. Yeah, we, we need, we need, we need, uh, uh, you're, you're an official person now. I haven't even been able to watch the city commission meetings lately because I've been in rehearsal. So I mm-hmm. hope that there hasn't been anything too exciting. I mean, I'm, I haven't seen them either. Yeah. It doesn't, it sounds like it's kind of a, a mellow time down there, but there could yeah. be a whole bunch of stuff bubbling under the surface that we don't even know about. I know they I had bet a, there is. There's always intrigue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it's full of. It's like There's Game of Thrones in that shit. Things. Yeah. 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 Like House Soden just got knocked out of, yeah. uh, you know, the, the game as well as House Herbert. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They both, there was, there was, there was the, that's true. The, it was a bloodless coup. The, <laughs> democratic, a bloodless democratic coup. <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was horrifying. It was, uh, it was the red meeting. Um, 
don't worry. Uh, they'll be putting up a memorial uh, mural about it. Um, Sibelius and Lowenstein are working together on a mural uh, commemorating the fallen houses yep. and, uh, and encouraging and people to democracy. move on. And democracy. And that'll be at the uh, on the side of the Allen Press uh, building at 11th and Massachusetts. Um, formerly, guys, I don't want to brag. We're pretty good at democracy in these parts. We, you know, we do a lot of things in well, parts. and democracy is one of them. We haven't, yep. we haven't had a lot of, a lot of military uh, coups here in a long nope. time. Nope, not. We do all right. Not this, not the century or so. We're in the twenties again. Yeah, how's that? We're the re roaring twenties. Mm-hmm. It's not just your old roaring twenties. It's your. This new time the roaring 20s. is the roaring fire engulfing an entire continent. That's right. <laughs> it's the end of the world uh, because of World War Three roaring twenties. Yep. Yeah. yeah, boy howdy. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say it's too much hyperbole to think that we're all uh, in for a real bumpy ride in the next couple of years. But sounds like we're all in for a real bumpy ride in the next Should couple be years. Bumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend, the um, uh, prolific Twitter and uh, voice of KPR in part, uh, Laura Larson, uh, mm-hmm. is like, though, said basically on Twitter today that the world is burning. And I'm like, Literally. wow. Mm-hmm. Well, so she said kind Lots of, of like, places. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. For it's, reasons. <coughs> Well, lots of them are climate change. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's a metaphor and an actual literal uh, statement. I mean, she's real clever that way. She was on Jeopardy. Um, we should have her on the podcast sometime. We should. We Sounds never have, have we? I don't think she's ever been on the We're podcast. We're missing a big opportunity. We are. Who else would you like to see on the podcast? You know, we've never asked you. So yeah. why don't you think about who you'd like on the podcast and then let us know. Uh, hashtag you're, you're the booking agent. Although I feel like we've, we've had less guests lately because we've been doing the more Sunday nights. Yes, we've been doing lately. a lot of late night ones. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Them afternoons and it used to be easier to book guests. Our schedule's been a little fucked up because everybody in my life keeps dying, mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of been. That part's uh, right. I've been trying not to make this into a, like a very special episode, but mm-hmm. there's been a lot of like Torah, like a lot of darkness and uh, and death and. And my family lately, uh, I just found out tonight that uh, I have uh, my second aunt, uh, passed away. Uh, my aunt Becky, um, she was a wonderful lady and she was married to my uncle Randy for a long time and she was always very nice. And now she's gone, just gone, Super. just fell asleep at seven, dead by eight. Here you go. Bye. And my aunt Lauren passed away as well, um, last week and she was an absolutely wonderful person and, um, very supportive of everything that I did and, Miss her terribly. Uh, and then my father-in-law had a couple of massive heart attacks. He was dead for a little while, but he came back from mm-hmm. the dead. We asked him if he saw anything. He said he, he didn't see shit were his words. Yeah. Uh, he's like, didn't see shit. He's kind of gruff about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was in a lot of pain at the time, so maybe we'll, we'll talk to him again. Maybe something will occur to him. Um and yeah, that's that's just been a, it's been a lot to been a lot to process. Probably, hey, every, then, everybody, everybody, take take fifteen seconds or take take however long. I don't remember what the times were. You know, t- take a, f- a few seconds to to pour some out for for Will's family. Mm, mm. Pour pour some out for the. You know, and it's always such a it's it's such an awkward thing because um, you know, I I, I don't easily uh like reach out emotionally. I don't. I'm I'm, I'm kind of a. I'm a broken, wounded human being, and I don't feel like uh, that 
I don't feel necessarily like worthy of of love or sympathy or uh, and, and so so people come up and they say they're sorry and it seems it seems so very heartfelt and I, I'm like I don't, I don't react well to that because it's like well you know I I, I appreciate it but on on the other hand I I can't I can't process I can't carry your load and my load too right I like mm-hmm. I, I know you're trying to give me a gift but like that's just a burden mm-hmm. that I now have to be like I have to try to come up like is there anything I can do well I don't have time to think about all the things that you could do. Um, I've already, I've got to work on my own, uh, the failing life. And so it, it's, I, I, I know it sounds ungrateful and I know it sounds all in, uh, but I just, I find it very hard to, to, to do that. And so I don't complain about things like that because I don't really talk about things like that. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't want to like get everybody like get all that sympathy riled up and where it's just like, well, I, I, I I'm very awkward now. I'm very awkward in dealing with this. I'm I'm a good person. And I care about people. Yeah. I'm just I'm just kind well, of it's, when it's, comes to that. it sets a certain social expectation upon you then to receive the sympathy was coming from a good place, but at the same time, it's kind of like a, I don't necessarily want to draw all this attention to myself. With that, and, and the expectation of me saying this to you is to then say this to me, which then puts an expectation on me to react to the thing you're telling me, right. and it, it's it's kind of it's making a more emotional work for yourself at a time where you're already going through emotional work because of the thing that's happened. Yeah, and so yeah, it's difficult. I think it's that's one of the the kind of like side effects of these like tragedies that happen is that it that's the other th- like there's other shit that then you have to deal with as just happenstance of it or just a reaction to it which is just like oh that's even more shit come on man i've already got problem a which is a big problem and with like problems b and c especially because you feel bad feeling that they're problems because it's just people being nice (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time you're like but i don't really want it and with aunts and uncles it's even worse i appreciate it but i also don't like i don't know because i feel like there's some imposter syndrome wrapped up Mm -hmm. in it too because it's like this is not inherently my story like i I, I yeah. saw my. I, I love my aunt, and I am yeah. heartbroken about it. Uh, both my aunts, I'm heartbroken about both of them. I, I, but I didn't see either one of them very often, and so it was. It's like you know, there are people who were so much closer to them, who saw them on a daily basis, mm-hmm. the, the the children and grandchildren that they love so much, and yeah. whose lives are so wrapped up in mine and theirs. And those are the people who I, I, I think this the story. This is more so than myself, and so when people want to. You know, they want to be kind to me by acknowledging mm-hmm. that you know, there's some pain there. But I think, but I'm like, well, there's a lot. But like, this is not my story. There's a lot more pain mm-hmm. over there. That these are the people who need the sympathy and the empathy and the help, not me. I'm, I'm, I'm just someone who it's still is still your story, to, but it's a smaller part of your story than yeah, it is of other people. I don't know. your family. Maybe that's my way that, of deflecting, having to take on the full emotional load of what's going on. Just, well, I mean, it's fair to say like that you're at a slight remove from other people. Like if someone dies, it's concentric circles going outward as far like any kind of thing that happens. It's concentric circles of who's closest to it and who's a little further away. You're still close to it. It's yeah. Still, it's still part of your story. It's just, yeah, like her her kids are are dealing with it at a different level. I don't. Know, I remember reading The Stranger in like high school, and a lot of that resonated with mm-hmm. me. And that like I have always read that felt again. It's been a, a long time. little bit. I, think um, I read it in high school. I don't think I've read it since. It's, it's you know I went back and reread it mm-hmm. about ten years ago, and it's it sort of it it didn't 
throw me the same way it did the first time I read it, but it mm-hmm. also, you know, was there's there were some interesting things to go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 way uh, the way in which he describes that emotional journey with his mother and passing away, um, I, I think it was is so uh, was so amazing and revelatory for me because it was so unlike anything that you've read before. Because yeah. in every story, it's like all this heartbreak and this sadness, and here is just someone who's just like, "Well, that happened. I gotta keep moving on with my life." And I think that's what a lot of us do mm-hmm. is we're just like, you know, that sadness is there and it's buried underneath everything, but it's like, uh, no, I gotta just try, try to keep moving on. I gotta try to keep going. And yeah. to have somebody say that, you know, you can do that, and that is one way to be. And, you know, it's not, obviously, it's not okay in society's eyes because that's what the character kind of gets put on, uh, mm-hmm. trial for. One of the major reasons he gets, when, you know, he gets, he gets, uh, executed is because he, he doesn't have, like, normal, he doesn't respond to things normally, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the first book on, on, you know, sort of Asperger's of the spectrum. Now that I look yeah, at yeah. it or think about it, but, um, it certainly was re- revelatory to me. It's like, it's okay to have that sort of yeah. distance. That's part of the, the experience. Like, I, think I hadn't read about that before. It's kind of putting forward just an idea, like, that is not necessarily, like, normal is, like, what is happening, not a specific idea of what is normal. There's things that are more usual, but that doesn't mean that things that aren't, that are abnormal to that aren't, aren't normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like we've made this a very special episode, mm-hmm. and I'd like to just, uh, I'd like to just thank you all for coming with me on this emotional journey. Uh, I appreciate you, I appreciate, uh, your, um, any any kind thoughts uh, that that you have, um, and I, I I want you all to know that I I'm not an uncaring, unfeeling bastard. I I I, I just am trying to process things in the way that I I can. Um, and so I was just kind of talking yeah. through them. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm probably a little bit of an uncaring, unfeeling bastard, but uh, you know, not about some things. I mean, I, I like video games. Yeah. We should talk about... We'll talk about video games next time. Yeah! We'll also talk about... Oh, shit, we forgot to do a sports corner. Oh, boo! <laughs> well, All we'll right. do it next week. Next week, yeah! Video games and sports. Yeah, sports! All right. <laughs> that was a... Sorry, I took that one to a different place. Oh, Double Deuce, did I say it? I don't, I don't know. know. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad... This outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce.